Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, my talkers, welcome to this hump day, July 20th, one day before the 20th anniversary of My Talk 1071. We've got a fun show for you guys here. We've got a great hour ahead, so sit back and enjoy with Lori and Julia. Sitting back in your car in traffic. Well, I certainly are hope you, so, unless you're sitting up real straight like you're bouncing books. Yes, or you want to walk with us. Where are yeah, you with us right up. now? Yeah. I'm telling you, last night, mm-hmm. so I am, you know, drive home through the corridor, downtown St. Paul, oh, 94. traffic. Well, it's been ongoing for a couple years now, how right. many lanes are open one day, and it changes every day. We've got a new direction, but last night a semi. It looked like it lost the bottom of the entire truck, Uh-oh. so it was one lane, and I'm like... Can I just get a ring on there? Don't you put it in your mappets before you leave here so you have Yesterday, I drove home and there was no... Because there's usually no traffic but, in here. But if you put in on your Google I don't every Maps, day because they had opened all the lanes yesterday and I thought, Golden. Always, Julia. Always. Because you are in a construction zone. Just put it in yeah. and see because that that lady will tell you where the slowdown is. You know the lady. You know the, the lady, lady in on your Google app. Map. I've been trying to make her talk to me in a British accent, but I can't lose. You can't make it happen. I, I lose steam when I realize it's like six steps of settings. Oh, Lori, it's too much work. After the first two, forget it. it. It's too much work. I and feel that way about a lot of things. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so, but I really dearly would love her to just tell me everything in the British accent. And I know there's a way Darling, to do it. Darling, I know you want to go home this way, but I I would like to see yeah. just a new way. Okay, so yes. just some Hollywood things for yes. you to know. Um, we've just learned that Kevin Costner, maybe this is going to make some People who, because I would, you know, Kevin Costner, movie star, right? Oh. But a movie star who's been starring in a highly successful TV show that basically uh, made Paramount worth something. That Paramount Network, which is the old Spike Network going all the way back to that. But uh, anyway, he's uh, 1.3 million is what Kevin Costner makes per episode. Oh, wow. Of Yellowstone. That's nice. Oh, so, so maybe some TV, you know, some uh, movie people are like, oh, yeah, he, so he's the highest paid um, actor on TV alongside uh, Mahershala, Mahershala Ali, Ali, who's starring in the plot, which I think is the might be the weekend show. Well, with Lily Rose Depp yeah. in it or something. So, um, yeah, Kevin. He, yeah, 1.3 million. Okay, Mahershala Ali, what was the thing? What was the thing that he did for, um, what? HBO. What was the name of that? Oh, True Detective. Okay. He, remember when we met him, Lori, oh, and he won so a nice. Segway? Grant, 
you have he has charisma he's a quiet gentle lovely lovely person but boy he you just don't even blink when he's talking because he's he's that so he's gonna be lovely this plot the plot is a show and then michael keaton Got paid $1 million for dope, for dope Sick. Per episode or the whole yeah, thing? Yeah, per episode. Dope Sick, have you watched it yet, Grant? Dope Sick? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. you guys know. I've oh, yeah. yeah. lived that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and then Harrison, <laughs> so good. Harrison yeah. Ford and Helen Mirren are making a million for the sequel, 1923, which is Yellowstone prequel number two. It's the second sequel, the sequel to the prequel. That's right. That's right. That's right. (laughs) I've had people who dropped out of 1883 because they said, this is just too damn slow. I know, but gosh, it pays off those last three episodes. It really does. It really does. Mm -hmm. And then yesterday when Jane Fonda was giving us such good couch on Jimmy Fallon, we never got around to, because we had seen photos of Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin, Sally Field, and Rita Moreno like filming somewhere. I want to say they were in Italy or they yes, were I think somewhere. It was Italy, Laurie. Yeah. And so, and for this movie, which Grant said he'd heard about called 80 for Brady, about these three, oh, yeah. these this four awesome. women who are all in their 80s, even though Sally Field is not in her 80s. And um, I don't think Lily Tomlin either. But, anyways, they're friends. And they are crazy about Tom Brady, but here's this is the first I've heard from one of the stars' mouth about what this upcoming comedy film, Eighty for Brady, okay. starring legendary actors. Um, so here's Jane Fonda. When you're not busy saving the planet, you're also still uh, doing uh, movies. And I just saw this cast right here. If I can just show a picture of this, some. Awesome VIPs here, but one person sticks out in my head a little bit. This is uh, Rita Moreno. This is Lily Tomlin. Tom Brady. Sally Field. Yeah. Tom, I said Tom Brady. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's really Tom Brady. Oh, he's so cute. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> and nice. He, he is so cute and nice. What is this? It's a, it's a partly true story about four women in their 80s. Who, well, Rita's 90 and Sally's 75, but who's... County. County, yeah. yeah. <laughs> who, who, are, who have a real thing for Tom Brady for all kinds of reasons. And we have adventures. We go to the famous game in Houston where they were down, way, way down, oh, yeah. and they came back. That's He's the game done some that amazing oh, things. Oh, my God. He's kind of a magician, that guy. Yeah. Have you and met but Tom? I had a scene with Gronkowski. <gasps> Oh, the See, my character writes sex novels about football, so I wrote oh, hysterical. She wrote a book. <laughs> she, she wrote a book. Oh, I like this. What? She wrote a book called Between a Gronk and a, and a Hard Place. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I had a funny little scene That's with the Gronk, funny. and oh, man, is he, he funny. He's a great guy, and too. He's, he's fun. He's a blast. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I love that. I love that Jane is a romance novelist who writes about, you know, romance, fantasy uh, with football players. I mean, just so great. All right. So there's two things from that. Okay. In real life, Mm -hmm. our author friend whose sister lives here in the Twin Cities, Susan Elizabeth Phillips, who we've read her books before and had her on, she writes, uh, she has this whole thing on the Chicago Bears. Football yes, romance right. that we've liked. And then the other thing is Tom Brady had a recent interview with Variety um, magazine and they asked him, what's it like to play Tom Brady? 
And he says, it's really interesting. I find it challenging and sometimes hard. (laughs) And he said, because you're always paying attention to yourself and yourself rather than the character you're playing. I don't think it's natural for me. What I've done for 23 years in a sport is play myself. There's no acting. It's me on the field when I'm pissed, I'm pissed. When I'm happy, I'm happy. So off the camera. So it's just super hard. And he had the best quote last week um, because he's been interviewed a lot. And they said, what's the hardest thing about parenting? And he says. He wouldn't know. No. Lori, I knew you would say that, Grant. He wouldn't know. Didn't we think she'd say that? But what he did say is Mm -hmm. he said not being rich, being a wealthy human being and parenting. But it was interesting his take. He said he tries so hard because his kids have everything. Yeah. And how do you teach teach your kids? Giselle's doing that. Oh, love you, Lori. (laughs) Lori's. Patting her skin right she, now Giselle's down with doing a little. That. I'm like, oh, yeah. grab. They got to be coached on that answer. I think he's a How better guy than you that? think. Anyway, I'm intrigued about oh, this movie. It's going it to be hysterical. So good. And I hope it's a huge hit. And then they make more huge. of these kind of movies. Huge because it's made about a Houston That's game. Right. Houston. Bridesmaids for the 80 year olds. Let's yeah. have it for all the ages. Anyway, she's she can sell a movie. She's oh, beyond charming. First I just of all. Love her. That that was a very How huge we, interview. <laughs> I mean, I just think her, she's amazing. She is amazing. And your other person that you were amazed by yesterday, Brad Pitt. I love him. He's on Paris, Berlin, and now last night, London, the bullet train premiere. The cast is traveling together. Uh, and Aaron Taylor Johnson, he's in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, uh, Brad Pitt. And... Brad style, you know, we saw him in a gauzy linen uh, skirt. It's not a kilt. It's it's almost, I feel like I have a skirt uh, yesterday that I wore that's very mm-hmm. similar to that. If I rolled it up front, it has a beachy linen look, so mm-hmm. it wasn't like a utility kilt, but we got to see his calf tattoos. But um, now when I see this outfit... In London, which Grant posted for us. I got a name. There's a look. No. Tell me your look for Brad's look. Eileen Fisher for men. <laughs> That's yeah, it. Isn't that perfect? She's, it's totally relaxed. Then let me see. Okay. I just, because that you gave the name, but this is what I wrote down. Okay. Brad's style for this tour is very oversized linen, expensive boho look. Which is Eileen Fisher, Fisher for men. Oh, that's hysterical. <laughs> In these lovely was, light colors. Yes, and just a little, you know, a little extra large and not form fitting, but comfortable, but classy. You look a little younger. Really expensive, this. though. I mean, he let Aaron Ta- Taylor Johnson and Brian Tyree Henry pick him up at yep, the photo call. I saw that. He looks hot, though. I can't help it. Yeah. The short hair. The short hair. And not having this scraggly beard and crap. Yeah. He looks fresh. Yeah. I like you, Brad. Yeah. So, but poor, you know, I was looking again at the Berlin photo. <laughs> opposite uh, for bullet train. And uh, it was apparently like 98 degrees on the red carpet. So when one of the um, German entertainment outlets asked Brad why he was wearing his beach linen grandma Eileen Fisher uh-huh. skirt in combat boots. Uh-huh. He said, the breeze. 
The breeze. <laughs> That's a good point. It's Which, the truth. It's the truth when it's really, really hot. I cannot stand wearing shorts or jeans. I need to have a skirt for air circulation. Exactly. You'd be 30 minutes away from a yeast infection. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and that, Grant, love that line oh, so much. Did you make a promo out of it or something? I'm hoping. I sent it to Rocco. Oh, Grant Lord. loves that. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. Well, Joey King, her stylist, made her wear black pants and a black turtleneck on a red Stop. carpet in the 90s. I love Joey King. I do, too. Last night in London, she got to wear a pretty dress, but she had to wear big, high combat boots with nylons. Hot as blazes out. But yes, he is Eileen Fisher for men, Brad Pitt. Okay. He is really telling us a lot with these outfits. He is. And now, guess what time it is? It's time for the dirt alert. It is. All right, we'll be right back. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Graham, what do you got for us? Well, we we haven't a- covered it all. I know that. Yeah, we've got a few things to get to you guys. Let's start out with uh, Ben Affleck and J-Lo's wedding. Something weird happened with the affidavit when he t- basically lists the divorce that he had with Jennifer Gardner. So he's saying that it was exactly nine years before the J-Lo wedding. So in an affidavit application of marriage license on July 16th, Ben wrote that he and Jennifer Garner divorced on July 16th, 2013. However, Affleck and Garner did not announce that they were separating until June of 2015 and did not file for divorce until April of 2017. And they filed, they finalized their divorce in October of 2018. Why would he put this as He a, just doesn't know his date. He doesn't know the date. <laughs> I can't tell date. you the date. Uh, well, he all knows those dates. But he doesn't know his dates, and he was a Freudian slip. He really had checked out by 2013. Right. <laughs> wow. that's, that's a great that's way to funny. look at it. Yeah. yeah. But you don't remember. Can you remember when you got to eat the and, and It's a five-year difference, though. It is. Well, that's a big is. one, but that you know. Is. Math. Math. Mm-hmm. He's an actor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Math is tough. <laughs> Math sometimes is overwhelming. I mean, I'm He's sh- caught up in the moment. Yeah, I'm sure Jennifer Lopez couldn't name the of all of her divorces. No. no. I'm sure. You know? Yeah, no. They said that she put down July 1st, 2011 was when she divorced Mark Anthony, but okay. they didn't ever get into whether she was off Why on her Why do you have to dates? put that on your marriage? Because they want to, they don't want to marry and make bigamists. Are you sure? Yeah. Is that why? And then that can be checked against court, whatever. I don't know. There's some reason. Yeah. There's some reason, but yeah, okay. it's because bigamy would run rampant. There you go. Okay. There you go. Hi, Julia. It's true. <laughs> he said it was 2013, and they didn't actually get divorced till October of 2018. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. He's a little confused there, so... Mm-hmm. This one's a little more serious story here, you guys. Ricky Martin, it has been said that he will, in fact, testify virtually uh, in a Puerto Rico Zoom meeting against his nephew, who is accusing him of having a seven-month incestual relationship what with him. What in the hell is going on? Because okay. this story broke last yes, week, and I thought, is this some kind of a family member that's like trying to go after Ricky for money? Or Did this really true? happen? Is it yeah. true? All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Well, Grant, tell Lori. Well, right now, you know, Ricky's lawyers have said that the nephew suffers from a lot of mental health issues. Now, even Ricky's brother has come to his aid saying the exact same thing, that this isn't true. The the 21-year-old has a lot of problems right now and and ricky martin is adamantly denying it he's going to 100 percent refute this during oh. his zoom meeting and we're told that he's going to square off and challenge the nephew and face you know prove it he's and gonna so the say. nephew's dad has come to his brother's defense yes all oh, right that makes me happier because i you just this that wow it's it's quite uh, yeah. So right now there's a there was a temporary restraining order that was issued last Friday mm. prohibiting Ricky. How and old is this nephew? Twenty one years old. Oh dear, bread and beer. Yeah, and so this restraining order though was is for Ricky and his his team. Now what's the called the order was ex parte, which uh-huh. means when neither Ricky nor his team were in court to rebu- rebut the the alle- refute the allegations yeah. essentially. So this is going to see whether that. Will restraining order will remain and or be extended and kind of kind of get the facts out of the case. Here. Well, that who's ever uh, I mean, the detectives, can't they find everything by looking through social media and getting warrants on people's? It doesn't sound like they don't have though. They haven't subpoenaed anything like that okay. yet based on what I read, but they will. And that's why, I mean, he's adamant saying that he he, he didn't do it. And with the world that we live in now with the communication aspects if there w- there has to be some sort of evidence so that's yeah. why i think yeah. he knows what he, you know ricky martin apparently he knows. he knows that maybe there isn't any and he's ready yeah. to take that stance yeah so, right but like you said he could have done it he could not have we don't know we shall see but you just i you know what i always when i like oh you just think oh is it somebody that's like looking to get money yeah right. a family member looking to get right. money right. is there you know ricky martin i don't know well ricky martin right now I don't know about the money part because he's even being sued by his ex-manager for $2 million and he's having a hard time paying that off right now. Oh, d- I feel like there's trouble. There trouble is. in Rio de Janeiro. Yeah, and that ex-manager also said in, in her uh, response to this whole the, suit that she had helped him at one point in time with something very bad <gasps> but wouldn't express what it was. Now, oh. I'm not saying that they're combined, right. but a week and oh, a half ago Grant. she said that, and now this story comes oh, out. Oh, boy. So very All dicey, right. very dicey. So, well, here's something fun for us. We've been a fan of The Offer. We love the show, love right? love that show so much. So, I miss it. Right now, this is just kind of a fun thing. If you're looking to travel and have some fun, you can stay in the house house that the godfather was filmed in and the best part about it is it's for fifty dollars a night that's it you have to stay for a month you have to stay for a month yeah yeah but is it it the one out on long island that they filmed at yeah marlon brando's vito carlone's character lived there it's got five bedrooms gym big pool it's a mansion fifty dollars a night but you have to stay for all 30 days so it's fifteen hundred dollars but that's better than a motel for a month. I, I guess if you got a if reason gotta, to be on Long Island for, for right, a month, you right. know, you want to just while away some time. Or just be a big fan and kind of 
peruse the mansion and just pretend you're... But it's, it was only the exteriors, I think, that they used, right. if I remember from yeah, that Yeah, I think show. you're right. You're right. So. Did you both finish the opera? Yeah. Oh, oh yes. That. And I, I watched that last part, like you said, afterwards. So good. That was That's such a hidden gem of a show. It really is. It really it's is a, a reason to get Paramount Plus, if nothing else, for a month. That was so good. Isn't that the To truth. watch that and get hooked on Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. true. That's true. Well, you guys, Jennifer Garner's happy. Her soldier drama, Causeway, has been sold to Apple. And we remember when Apple bought Coda for $25 million. Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, Coda won Best Picture. So Apple's, they're buying more movies. Is this this, a movie Jennifer Garner made? This is Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, Jennifer Lawrence. She's she's a producer alongside uh, another big producer that I don't really need to bring up. but. The cool thing is, is it's this is a military story about a female. So the story follows a soldier struggling to adjust to her life after returning home to New Orleans, Atlanta. The character played by uh, Brian Taylor Henry co-stars alongside Lawrence. So Lawrence, I believe, stars in this movie. She produces it, and she is this military person who's coming home and dealing with her post-traumatic stress. It's a unique thing that yeah. we don't see. No, for sure. In any type of military for movie, sure we don't. so I'm happy to see that. Um, what else? Well, uh, let's bring this one up. Go down to Hastings and get your gas. Let's do a little local oh, love oh. here. Right now, remember you said it yeah, was three ninety nine. Three eighty eight. Now it's down to three seventy. There is that holiday. Th- now at a bunch of gas stores yeah. in and there's it's, 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 in Hastings. Strong. It's become a national story right now mm-hmm. because right now these gas stations are in a what's called a price war, a locked price war, and they keep going lower and lower and lower. And they're right now saying that these gas stations in Hastings are definitely paying way more than what they're, or they're giving it away for cheaper than what they're paying. Right. But right now, you can go down to Hastings and get gas for three seventy. Isn't that something? I, I almost pulled over last Wednesday. No, I know it had dropped from when you came down Serious. to three eighty eight on that's the way back. Unbelievable. That's like that sign, that little town somewhere that's having. All the fast food restaurants are having a sign oh, off sign for yeah, Oh, I saw that. Yeah, too. it's kind of funny, That's too. Cool, so. All right. Thanks, Grant. Hey, no problem. Then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. Oh, we had so many directions that we could go today. But I just thought that since people are really enjoying the movie Elvis, Julia. It's been been a day since we talked about him for 24 minutes straight. Well, Julia, I'm glad Elvis is still making waves right now. You know, he's up, the movie is up to 186 billion. Billion? Million, excuse me, at the global box office. The movie just opened in Mexico, and it had like 132% more over Rocket Man, over A Star is Born. These other countries that it's going to, people love Elvis, Elvis worldwide. Right. And um, it's still uh, got, it's still going to open in three new markets. It's going to open in Brazil and Korea and someplace else. So this is probably going to be Baz Luhrmann's biggest movie. And there's an interesting story about, of course, one of the things about with Elvis Presley, people think of, you know, the, the tragic legacy of addiction, heartbreak and death, which is part of. You know, the Elvis story. And for Lisa Marie, when she went to that screening of Elvis at the Cannes Film Festival with her family, that was her first public appearance since the loss of her son, Benjamin, to suicide by 
in July of 2020. Right. She didn't basically hadn't left her home in two years. And I think I thought about Benjamin and he was 27, I believe, when he took his life in 2020. But he looked so much like his grandfather and and mom. But Mm. Lisa very much looks like her dad. She's got that sleepy hooded kind of eye. Yes. And Benjamin knows of her, you know, between her two kids, Riley Keough and Benjamin, Benjamin really looked, uh, looked like his father. And Lisa Marie had in the Instagram that she posted, she addressed talking about the family trauma of addiction and everything. And, you know, she made some references, but I think one of the things that I read between the line on that statement was that, her son Benjamin, two two parts, Scientology, and how that screws with kids, and the fact that his famous grandfather, known around the world, he looks just like him, mm-hmm. and what that is like to the burden to have that, yeah. and have people talk about it, and. Um, she she is I guess she is living with her ex-husband Danny Keogh, who's the father of uh Benjamin and Riley, Lisa Marie's two kids. And they were married from ninety-eight to ninety excuse me, from nineteen eighty-eight to ninety-four. And they lived together in, with her twin daughters from her fourth husband, the musician Michael Lockwood, mm-hmm. and they live in Calabasas and they live together. Uh, as you know, friends, yeah, not as lovers right, or right, anything. Right. It's nothing romantic, and um, and then they sold Benjamin's house that was nearby, and they're basically two parents grieving, grieving over this, but they're they're trying to be there together for her twins, uh, Harper and Finley, who are only thirteen, so they're quite a bit younger than their right. other Got siblings, mm-hmm. and. And, um, you know, she's still in this contentious divorce Divorce. with this Michael Lockwood. And, um, you know, over the years, if you look at anything about Elvis, you know, Priscilla Presley, who is now 77, she has been a fierce protector of Elvis's legacy and has, has. has been largely the one responsible for running his estate, creating Graceland, coming up with the idea of everything and... She and her family gave Boz full support on this movie, and but they had no rights over, like, leave this in, leave this right. out. And in May, Riley told Variety, and we're going to see Riley, Lisa Marie's granddaughter, and Daisy Jones in The Six. Mm-hmm. She told Variety how Boz sat down with her and her family for several hours before he started filming Elvis, and they gave him access to everything in Graceland. But... At the end of the day, the family agreed, we're not going to tell him how to do this movie. We're just going to trust him. And if you've seen the movie, it follows Elvis from his dirt poor childhood in Tupelo, Mississippi, and then to Memphis, and then his chance meeting with Colonel Tom Parker. And um, But when he was sent to Germany, he was already a superstar, and that's when he met Priscilla, who was only 14 to his, like, 21. Right. And different time, I guess, you know, but it was uh, 1958. 
And Priscilla, like, she just fell for him right away. She was crazy about him. And in an interview in 1985 with Barbara Walters, Priscilla told Barbara that Elvis refused to sleep with her until they were married. She said he had it in his head that he needed to be be with the virgin. So basically, they did everything but. And we've heard from other of Elvis's girlfriends how he was such a great kisser. He loved to kiss and cuddle. Right. right. He was like a rare guy who didn't always need to get on past kissing and cuddling. These are rare men. Anyway, but she told Barbara, she said, but he wanted to, because I was younger, he wanted to control how I looked, what my hair looked like, what my makeup. And she did. They didn't do it until their wedding night. Yeah, I, I totally and believe that. And then nine months to the day, Lisa Marie is born. And after the baby's birth, Priscilla said Elvis no longer wanted to have sex with her. And as he... T- How often? What, he what? didn't want to have sex with her after Lisa Marie was born. Because she was a mother. Wow. That's that's a thing. That can be a thing. That's pretty dramatic. Well, very. And as he turned to pills, she could no longer cope. They divorced in 1973. She basically was like, you know, pills are me and... And you have to have sex with me. And uh, uh, and Lisa Marie was nine years old and uh, in um, August 16th of 77 when her father died. And even before she Elvis... She was nine. I always thought she was younger. Yeah, she was nine. Before Elvis's death, the Church of Scientology had come calling uh, and trying to recruit him. And Elvis had spoken about that. And he was just like, what the hell is this thing? He wanted nothing to do with it, but Priscilla got sucked in, and okay. she got sucked in. Um, John Travolta was sent over to see Priscilla, uh. who had found books of Scientology among Elvis's belongings, because he liked to explore everything. Apparently, yeah. spirituality, everything. He was a big reader about that. So, um, anyway, so Priscilla brought up Lisa Marie from the age of nine and Scientology, and then uh, Lisa Marie, uh, you know, married Danny Keogh, who she met through the Church of Scientology, Scientology at the yep. age of 17. Oh, she was that And dropped yes. out of school six years, two kids later. The couple divorced. She wed Michael Jackson just weeks after the divorce yep. was finalized. And he had settled a lawsuit. That union lasted 20 whole, mo- 20 whole months. And like her mother did with Elvis, she told Michael Jackson, drugs or me. Yep. And then she had a marriage to, uh, you know, Nicholas Cage. And in 2019, uh, you know, she left um, Scientology, or excuse me, not 2019, um, 20, like uh, 11, she left Scientology and she had to battle to leave Scientology. And she wrote a song in the album, Storm and Grace, called You Ain't Seen Nothing Yes. Yet, here it is, which is all lyrics about Scientology. So the whole song is kind of talking about getting away from people who are holding her down. It was very clear to like Tony Ortega and other people. It was Scientology. And the thing that drove Lisa Marie out of it was David Miscavige was referring to his father as a piece of crap. And she went to Flagland Base to see David to have a showdown. But his sisters came out and started screaming at her. And that's when she walked out of there and she said, I'm no longer a Scientologist. She took her kids and Priscilla out with her. 
and um, blame Scientology for and herself for screwing up her kids. Yeah, and in, in this video, you ain't seen nothing yet. She's on a dock, and she's got this chest of like things she's just throwing, throwing away. away. Pictures. One's like a mm-hmm. big, long chain like she had been locked up, kind of yeah. going at what you were saying. So the video does a little more justice, yeah. too. Yeah, and so his the, her entire family was shaped by it, and she does mm-hmm. blame Benjamin, the, the thing of the heaviness of Elvis, and then... All the fact that he grew up and was raised a Scientologist, he was not equipped to be a person. And that everything that you have wrong with you is your fault. Right. So I don't know if she's coming back on the warpath towards Scientology. I think she's just busy grieving. But they're glad that Elvis, they're the person people have newfound respect for. You know what? And we have his most iconic outfits because that was the other thing, Elvis. Iconic. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Fashion. Iconic fashion is posted for you. I'm sorry, we're running late. Yeah, we're running we'll be right back. This is very exciting. I, I got my verified fan code for Bruce Springsteen. I don't know that I'm going to... Tickets go on sale Friday morning, but for the verified fan tomorrow? Yes, tomorrow. Tomorrow is how I got a whole list of instructions, and I just got my access code, and I can only buy four, and I have no idea how much the tickets are. Well, I'm your other two, and then we will just... You told me that you I'm going to give you a limit. You always give me some kind of a parameter. You're not as free... With your concert money like I am. I'm, I'm like a Lucy Lori with my you concert money. You are Lucy money. Goosey. <laughs> hey, man, it's your guilty pleasure. Have fun I know, with it. Don't I, it isn't my guilty I, pleasure. I, I want to go I to don't that. feel one bit guilty well, about it. Well, there you go. I mean, yeah. You know what I mean. If you I mean, love yeah. it, have fun with it. That's what you like to do. I'm... I'm but now I'm all Do I want to buy a retaining wall at the cabin, or do I want to go to Bruce, <laughs> Bruce Springsteen. Springsteen? Retaining wall. Oh, no. I love Bruce. It's so much money. But yeah. retaining walls, if oh, you my let gosh. those go, it's going to be worse. Yeah. Oh yeah! Oh no! It's so much money, though. I just am dying. Yeah, that sounds. I'm just like that. Sounds like a subject I'm not interested. Oh, in. Oh no, <laughs> I, I'm not either. But End that's where I, I'm starting to think that way. Yeah. Okay, so here's the deal. And mm-hmm. so I always tease Brittany about Katie Ledecky and why doesn't she call in ever on the show? Why doesn't she ever verify <laughs> that she's her cousin or anything? Well, tonight the ESPYs are on. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's right. They're always yes. in July. Yeah. So and it's hosted, I think, by Steph Curry, right? Yes. And, and a few others, but he's the main host, yeah. He's mm-hmm. the main host, and he's nominated for, like, everything. Yeah. Yep. And rightly so, because he's unbelievable. But Katie Ledecky um, is is nominated. The Olympic swimmer? Yeah. Apparently, she's Britney's cousin, uh-huh. but we don't believe it. Okay. But she's nominated for Best Female Athlete. So we'll see. Yeah. She's going to be on it tonight. Well, I know Britney's Lake Bell's doppelganger. Oh, I almost died when I looked at her the other day. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're like Bell. I just saw her and I'm like, oh my gosh. But then the other person might be there because he's nominated. Raphael Nadell. 
Oh, so I'm just saying it's good red carpet. And it is good it, red carpet. No, yeah, yeah, no, it's good self. red carpet. It is a good red Grant carpet. Grant will put on a post that probably tomorrow, but it's yes. good red carpet. They're also celebrating the 50th anniversary of Title IX. That's right. That's coming up, and they're also going to dedicate. Well, I can't all- believe why don't they roll that back? Women can't have equal rates to sports. <laughs> Jeez Louise, that, that's I, not a right. I know. I know. Oh, I know. that but, makes me. But mad. they're going to be. They're honoring that because it is 50 years since that started, mm-hmm. and they're also going to be paying tribute a lot tonight to. Brittany Griner, who is the one that is stuck over in Russia right yeah, now, basketball with player, the basketball right. player. So mm-hmm. there, you know, it, it's got some good, uh, some good red carpet and some yeah. good causes tonight. So. Yeah, and I like the fashions. I mean, we're gonna see. Oh, these athletes—they like to. You but, want to talk about fans? Mm-hmm. They the like to dress up. Female mm-hmm. athletes like to dress too. So oh, yeah. all of them. I'm yeah. kind of excited. Yeah, I'll watch it for two minutes. I saw Lindsay Lon Vaughn was on like the Today Show, and is the ESPYS in New York? I don't even know. No, I believe no? it's in okay, LA. Okay, so she wasn't going to be there. But oh, gee, she had a great. She. Uh, I loved what she had on. She really looks great. Yeah, I. I and like, she was talking about something. She was going to tell us something. Something. Some, some obstacle she overcame. You know, every once in a while you get tired. You get tired of those stories. Not, not ever winning a gold. I no, I don't think it was that. Like maybe it might have been a rehab or. Who knows? I, I just looked at her outfit and then I sped forward to the next section, Julia. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I believe I went forward to watch what happens live and watch Vicky and Tamara I did too. Okay. in the clubhouse. Okay, so how old is Vicky? Vicky's like 60. And okay. um, I I have two observations. Okay. Then, okay. So I'm going to, Vicky is in. Um, Real Housewives of whatever, Orange whatever. County, but she got fired. No, she but she's she's in the thing right oh, now. Oh, the Ultimate Girls Trip. Okay, here's, Club. here's what I think is wrong. And someone pointed that out to me this morning. That's unfair because Dorinda is getting all this flack and she comes off horrible. Why do they, why are they making her host this thing in her home? She wanted to. Well, she's wrong. They should have never let her. If it would have been at a different place where she didn't have well, all like that the extra. the first one at Turks and Caicos. That it's, was fun. It, it, she, and feel, the next one is going to be It's so dumb fun. that it's at her house because she has all this extra pressure. That's just dumb. She needed the money. Control. No, she needed the money. Bravo paid her to film there. Yeah, I guess. But she that was, her she place set in- herself up. Because Julia, that's, hosting that's, 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 other people in your home for eight days. Oh yeah, Dorinda has a drinking problem. Uh, granted, okay. I would. Yeah, so she doesn't right. have a house problem. She has a drinking. Okay, problem. all right, fine. Mm-hmm. I just thought of that. Like having people in your home for eight days would be a lot. But they but, paid her. All right, mm-hmm. I want to know if it was a lot. Well, it was enough to pay her taxes. At Bluestone Manor. Was that her problem? She really is that broke. I thought she had all this money from her. She's not a housewife anymore. But she was married to a very, very wealthy man. She told us about it. $10 million doesn't go as far as it used (laughs) to. No, it doesn't. No, no, no. Okay, and the other thing is that um, we haven't seen Katie Holmes sit on the couch in a while, but she's going to be on with Seth Myers tonight. Yes, she wore a sleeveless blanket uh, this morning on the Today Show. What? Yeah. Was it? And it, it wasn't looked like a wool blanket with no sleeves. <laughs> Very hot in New York, <laughs> and I believe her nose was pierced, or she had one of those fake things. She did and, not. And I couldn't follow what the movie was about. Okay. And all I kept telepathically thinking, please one day write a book and tell us everything. Please, tell please. Us. I mean, I can't read her eyes. Like no. when she was blinking for help when she was married to Tom. You yeah. couldn't believe all the, all, I could read her eyes all the time. We were 
Help me. Yeah. Yeah. And we, she you know, seems real happy now, so I can read her eyes. <laughs> I'm going to try and well, figure out what the tomorrow movie's Tomorrow we're going to have a special show. It's the 20th anniversary show. Jason is going to be our host. We can't ex- wait to see what he has planned He's for us. Zaddy. Yeah, our Zaddy. <laughs> Everybody have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go. <laughs>